This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi and on location at the VGH and UBC Hospital Foundation Millionaire Lottery. Final deadline, midnight tonight. We're at the Jim Pattison Pavilion, level one at VGH. Come visit us, grab yourself a ticket, and maybe, just maybe, you win $2.7 million tax-free. Again, the, the final deadline, absolute final, tonight at midnight. So updating the BC storm, it's a messy day on the roads in Metro Vancouver. Uh, let's get some main information and any hot spots now from Ian Hardacre, our AM730 traffic anchor. Ian, thanks for being with us. Oh, glad to be here, Jody. Always a pleasure. So take us on a little bit of a tour. I'm hearing <laughs> the I'm hearing the uh, traffic updates, and it's not typical to hear major backups at 12:07 p.m. Not usually, no. Uh, but uh, seeing huge, huge delays for the Alex Fraser today because of falling ice off the cables there. Uh, right now, they've got only one lane open northbound and two lanes open southbound. That's been the case for. Uh, a little over an hour now. They actually just opened that second lane southbound, so that's going to hopefully hopefully help ease the backlog somewhat. But, yeah, with the volume uh, backed up to about 72nd northbound and Westminster Highway southbound, it is far from a typical uh, afternoon on the roads. The one thing I will say is that the morning rush, as bad as it was, I think a lot of people probably chose to stay home today, it being a Friday and all. That probably worked in uh, our favor a little bit. But, uh, you know, that's just the silver lining. For the most part, the Alex Fraser's been a mess all day. And the Port Man is actually open in both directions, even though we've had reports of um, ice bombs falling off the cables on the Port Man as well. So uh, the HOV lane is closed eastbound. Uh, but still, be very aware of that, uh, that, uh, yeah, you could <laughs> got to keep your head up as you're uh, making your way to or from the Portman Bridge. No kidding. And I, is it just me or is it unusual that the ice bombs are falling on the Alex Fraser? We've sort of become accustomed to that happening on the Portman Bridge, the new build there. But has the Alex Fraser Bridge always had this issue as well? It hasn't been unheard of. It, it has happened in previous years. The last couple of winters, uh, we never really got snowed on all that badly and it wasn't so much an issue. But uh, you might remember going back, I think, three years ago now, the winter then... Um, I guess that would be 2017. Uh, they did have to close down the Alex Fraser for a period of time, and that, that was actually an ongoing issue for uh, several days in a row, actually, where they had to shut it down you know, for a couple of hours in the middle of the day. So doing very much what, like what they're doing today. So it's not totally unprecedented. Is it affecting uh, traffic at the Massey Tunnel at all with the backup at the Alex Fraser northbound? Yes, yes. The tunnel is busier northbound right now. Uh, Northbound's uh, backed up to about the 17A uh, with two lanes getting through there. And southbound, not as bad. Two lanes getting through in that direction as well. And again, normally this time of day, you would expect, unless there was a a crash or something like that, you would expect uh, the volume to be flowing pretty smoothly there. That's not so much the case. But if you have to choose, uh, the Massey Tunnel is still the best bet. If it's an option for you, the Patello Bridge is also a good option. That one is moving fairly well in both directions. Uh, so you can take that as well. All right. We'll stay tuned in. Thanks for this, Ian. Anytime. That is Ian Hardacre, AM 730 traffic anchor. And it is so messy out there. The weather making it difficult for drivers all over, as we were just discussing. But one of those poor souls in the car that's been dinged up is Alex Kerrigan. He's another AM730 traffic anchor, and today he's making the traffic news. But we're going to make you make it and report it as you've 
been in what, what sort of a crash happened alex welcome to the show and tell us what's happening uh, thank you very much. Yeah, a little bit of double dose AM seven thirty. Uh, well, I'm I'm happy to report that it's not necessarily a crash. Uh, it almost Good. was. I'll get to that in a quick second. But uh, you got a uh, a vehicle in the ditch on ninety nine northbound before the one five two overpass. No lanes are blocked off, but it's a big visual distraction. And this driver's reminding you to uh, slow down out there and drive to conditions. Right, people think the speed limit is meant for all conditions and that is just simply not the case are people still driving around without their headlights on uh, as snow continues to fall well i'm happy to see a lot of headlights and taillights on but you're exactly right jody people see that number and they think that's the base number all the time like there should always be going at 90 100 kilometers an hour i always drive 140 what's this going to slow me down uh those people are probably going to get a swift reminder right about now. Um, yeah. It's, I, I don't have words for it, but it's. Um, I am happy to see a lot of headlights and taillights on. At least I'm seeing that. So what happened to you when you were driving along today? So I was, uh, I just, I was trying to pass somebody, and I probably should not have done that sitting here thinking about it. It was the worst thing I could have done. Um and I started to swerve over to the left. Obviously, net instincts kick in. You try to swerve over um, to the right, and that just brings you further to the left. I was next to a car as well. So my first instinct was, okay, I'm just going to own this. This is going to be on me. I'm not going to make this a two-car collision. If, I'm end up in the di- if I end up in the ditch, that's on me. This person's going to go where yeah. they need to go. And that's kind of how it happened is I just made sure that – um, that it was just me dealing with this, not another car dealing with it with me. Defensive driving, it's a good thing. And owning it when you may be in the wrong. Alex Kerrigan, thank you for uh, checking in with us and sharing your tale of perhaps going under the speed limit in the conditions currently. Thanks, pal. Yeah, learn from my mistake, everyone. Thank you very much for having me on, Jody. Of course. And we've been hearing about the ice bombs, as Alex uh, and Ian have both mentioned. Alex Fraser Bridge, a Portman Bridge, both have this systemic issue with the ice bombs. Well, we're going to bring on a listener now who was actually impacted literally by an ice bomb. Steve Slutweg is with us. Steve, welcome to the show. Hi. How you doing? What happened? Well, I was just uh, making my way, uh, you know, under the speed limit across the Fort Man, they can uh, take the through uh, the uh, Surrey uh, through lanes, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, my vehicle was struck twice. Quite large impacts. One right in front of me on the hood, and one actually came through the windshield on the passenger side. Left a quite no. a impact mark and glass all through my vehicle, all the way to the back seat. It was it was uh, pretty pretty scary, but lucky at the same time that it was on the passenger side. But, uh, wow, yeah. Steve, very, uh, what did you do when that happened? Well, I, I, I didn't want to panic because uh, there was snow and slush on the highway, so I just slowed down um, and just made my way off the Portman Bridge, and as soon as I could pull over, I pulled over and uh, and just gathered myself. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and then I, I returned uh, back to my yard and just uh, parked the vehicle for the day so we can get it fixed up. But, you never uh, know at the start of your day what might happen when you're just cruising yeah, that, along. That's for sure. Never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> well, Steve, we're grateful that uh, you were not injured and certainly that there was nobody in the passenger seat of your car. Yeah, that would have been uh, a bad day for them, for their eyeballs, for sure. 
All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for sharing your story. And as I said, I'm really glad you're okay. Thank you. Make it a great day. That's Steve Slootweg, a listener who had his car hit by an ice bomb on the Portman Bridge. Be careful out there. Uh, I kind of Miami Vice that a little bit, but it is an ice problem. Uh, Let's find out how long we might be dealing with this, or are we only just feeling the tip of this iceberg? Christy Gordon, Global (laughs) News Senior Meteorologist, uh, joining us now on the line. Christy, hello. Hi, Jody. What a busy day for you. Oh my gosh, it has been. I worked late last night as well, just sort of tracking it as it moved in. But uh, the snowfall totals pretty good in some areas, up to about 11 centimeters in some areas like a North Surrey, but on average it was about four to five across the region. And it was just so wet that we really couldn't get those numbers accumulating. But that's what created the problems on the roads, just complete slush and mess through much of the morning commute. It no, is that uh, mucky. It's that mucky weather that we get on in on the south coast that it makes yeah. the driving conditions so bad. What are we looking at in terms mm. of, you know, it's raining now where we are at VGH. Mm-hmm. We're looking out. It's just sort of uh, misty, drizzly, but it, it's been snowing pretty consistently. Is that all going to freeze up overnight? What are we looking at? No, so the good news is the worst is over for today. We're really seeing a transition now towards warmer weather. As an example, in Victoria right now, they're already at five degrees. We are going to continue to warm up through the afternoon hours. We could actually reach a high of about six degrees. And then overnight, uh, temperatures are only going to drop down likely to about three, two or three degrees. So we're not expecting a freeze. And then the rain that we'll see for the remainder of the day today will likely wash a lot of this snow away. Uh, the winds are also starting to die down. That's been a problem in a, num- a number of areas across south metro Vancouver, certainly areas near the water. We've seen gusts up to 75 kilometers an hour. So it was both a snow and a wind event across the lower mainland. But yes, definitely the worst is over. Conditions starting to die down or transition to rain. The next uh, major thing that we're watching is actually tomorrow morning, Jody. Uh, the low pressure center itself is going to cross our region overnight. And in behind those, we tend to get a really strong westerly wind so we could be seeing westerly winds up to 80 kilometers an hour through the morning tomorrow these will likely uh, cause power outages and right now we already have uh, several thousand without power across the lower mainland vancouver island as well and i'm expecting more power outages again tomorrow the good news with that is that we are looking at dry weather tomorrow we actually are should be seeing some sunshine throughout the day Certainly, we need to be mindful if we're uh, going to be planning on using the ferries when the winds are gusting at those levels, exactly. as you mentioned. Christy, with the power outages, uh, Simon Little uh, sent us some stats, now up to 12,000 power outages in the lower mainland Sunshine Coast. Lots in Abbotsford, Langley, Mission, 5,000 on southern Vancouver Island. Uh, so we could be looking at an increase there. And certainly, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't need to be out in this weather and in those winds, it, stay close to home. I think that's the message here. Right. And so, yeah, as you're saying, so I would recommend if you have to go BC Ferries, 
later tomorrow would be better. Uh, Likely not in the morning hours, that's for sure. And then the next big event that we're watching is on Sunday. On Sunday, we're expecting the temperatures to drop throughout the day. So we may see this system start as a mix of rain and snow, like we did with this last one. But instead of it transitioning back to rain and becoming a sloppy mess, it's going to stay as snow through potentially the afternoon and evening hours and stay really cold through much of next week. So that snow will turn to ice ice it will stay frozen and your monday morning commute could be a really tricky one well i'm in for simi all next week christy gordon so get ready i'll be talking to you if we're looking at highs (laughs) in the minus numbers i will need your advice all right sounds good i'll be here for you